Welcome to the Strength for the Day podcast, hosted by Pastor Dennis Fountain of Moses Lake, Washington. Each of us need encouragement and hope for everyday life, and we hope that you will find that strength with us as we study God's Word. Let's dive right in and find strength for the day. Hey, good morning, and we hope that you are uh, doing well today, and I hope your day has started good. We've got our coffee today. Uh, from Mason's, a little coffee house here in uh, Moses Lake. I am joined today by my incredible better half and the other part of me that is better than me. Um, and we are looking forward to, uh, to our study today, aren't we? Yeah, we really are, yes. <laughs> There's a lot to say about it. Now, if you want to get a really well-rounded opinion about what we're talking about today, just go jump on our Facebook, Dennis and Hannah, and check out the uh, thread of comments. Yeah, I think we've got we 113 posted. and counting this Yeah, morning. it's still going up. But um, before, we, uh, before we get going, we'll give folks just a second to get on. And uh, so we have on our notes uh, for some small talk. Um, so I like ants. You. <laughs> That's small talk. Okay. Small talk. All right. What did you get to drink today? I, I just got an oat milk latte with one, one shot in it. I was not feeling fancy today. How about All right. You? I just got a latte. That's it. And I came here and put my own sweetener in it. So anyway, um, well, we'll get going on this. This week, we've been going through our emotions and really understanding that um, our emotions can control us or we, with God's help, uh, can control our emotions. And I, I really want to make sure we get that caveat in there. It's not our emotions can control us or we can control our emotions. Because the truth is, um, we can't. In and of ourselves, we don't have the power to, uh, to continue to control us. Uh, but we do have the power with God's help. And so I want to make sure we get that thought in there, that our emotions can control us, but with God's help, or with God's help, we can control our emotions. Three things we've looked at so far. The first day, we looked at fear, understanding God doesn't want us to live with the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. The second day, we looked at bitterness and the idea that bitterness can really take control in our life, um, or we can choose to forgive people and to trust God with situations. Yesterday, we talked about anger, and we looked at how anger can so easily uh, run its course in our life, and we can excuse it, and we can begin to uh, really just allow it to show its ugly head all the time. Uh, but that's not God's plan. God's desire is that we would have anger that is a righteous anger. And we looked through that yesterday, so I won't recap that. So you can go back and, and listen to that uh, if you want to, if you didn't get a chance. So before we get going, I want to encourage you, maybe share the link or share this post with somebody let them know that you're watching and that you're listening, and I think it'll be helpful. And we call it Strength for the Day, understanding that every one of us, uh, we need strength for the day. And I know that Hannah and I really, uh, Hannah has been very instrumental in my life in helping me understand that. Uh, it was probably, oh, of course, we're coming up on our 17th anniversary, uh, but I remember just watching as a newlywed couple, just watching my wife be in the Word every day, and uh, just really, it really challenged me with that. And over a decade ago, we really had a great talk about that, probably about 15, 16 years ago, actually. And um, man, it's been a huge help to realize that God's Word can bring us strength for the day. And so that's what this podcast and this uh, Facebook Live is for. And so this morning, let's just get right into it. Let's jump right into our study. We're looking today at, uh, at anxiety and um, the emotion of anxiety. And before we really get into uh, the Word of God, I just want to understand a few things about worry 
and anxiety. And the first thing we need to understand is what anxiety is. And um, so I know we have a definition that we kind of came up with. Why don't you why don't you give that definition to folks that we that we came up with? Okay, so anxiety is a normal response to stress or danger, and it's often referred to as our fight or flight mechanism or our fight or flight response uh, to, to situations that are threatening or um, maybe startling to us. Yeah, and anxiety, uh, it becomes a problem um, when it's constant or when it is uh, in reaction to inappropriate circumstances. And so there's really a lot to cover with anxiety. We won't be able to do it all in the next 10 or 12, 15 minutes. Um, but we posted last night, we posted a question on Facebook, and this is what we were talking about a second ago, 113 comments and climbing uh, on that. And the question was simply this, is anxiety a sin? And so I'm going to go ahead and we'll, we'll give you the answer to that. So is anxiety a sin? Here's the right answer. Yes. No. no. Okay. It's kind of confusing. But the truth is anxiety in and of itself is not sin. But we're going to discover today what we do with anxiety can cause that worry to become sin. And so that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to really look into it today. And so uh, I'm just going to ask you some questions. And of course, anxiety is very close to us. We've, uh, we've been through a lot. And then specifically with Hannah's health over the last, um, well, really the last 10 years, but then specifically the last five and three years that we've done a ton of research and so why don't you tell us real quick um, why anxiety in and of itself is not a sin, maybe some of the health thoughts about it and things like that. Okay, so yeah, this is, this is a topic that um, it is kind of important to me. Um, like he said, about 10 years ago, I started having some symptoms. Now, uh, come to find out there are things that have been um, symptoms all my life of chronic anxiety, and I didn't realize it. And so um, about, let's say, six years ago or so, things started getting really bad. Um, I actually had anxiety attacks. I remember my first anxiety attack when I was 15. I passed out in driver's ed. Um, and, and really, the content of driver's ed should not be enough to um, make you pass out. But Unless you're just a really bad driver. <laughs> but that's not you. I'm a, I'm a good driver. You are a good driver. Okay. Yeah. Most of the time. Um, but, okay, so anxiety, anxiety is kind of set apart from other emotions, for example, anger. Um, anxiety is set apart in that it can be a physical response to fear, panic, or worry, or it can be a response to something else going on in your body. It is not always, um, something that you're thinking of something and that causes anxiety. Um, anxiety can also be a medical condition, and in my case, it very much was, and um, I remember I was having anxiety attacks. Some of the things that were going on with me, um, I, I would, my heart would be racing for no reason, like a perfectly calm time of the day, sitting watching a movie, or even uh, it would jerk me out of sleep in the night um, due to an anxiety attack in my sleep. Um, I had lots and lots of other symptoms, but specifically the anxiety was real bad. And I was doing all my research, and, and like you said, you know, I... I was praying. I was saying, God, help me. I, if, if there's anything that I'm stressing over that I shouldn't be, like, tell me. Because um, <clears throat> I wanted it to be right with God. But um, come to find out, I actually had a medical condition. 
and it's, it's a comorbid called mast cell activation syndrome and also hereditary alpha-tryptasmia, which is, which is a big way of saying that I had a, had a chemical in my blood that gets released called tryptase. Everybody has tryptase, T-R-Y-P-T-A-S-E. Everyone has tryptase in their blood. Um, but I basically have a genetic disorder that is an overdose of tryptase, and tryptase is your panic pain. So, like, if you um, it, say you're driving or you're riding in the passenger seat and the driver slams on the brakes and you feel that little jolt of pain go through your body, um, that is your tryptase kicking in. And I had tryptase overdose, so, which means my body would basically produce this panic pain at the most random times. Um, you know, not necessarily in a crisis or in a scary situation, but I just would have this crazy feeling of panic. And so through the research I was doing, I was finding out that many, many people suffer from this. And as we saw on our Facebook thread last night, a lot of people, um, oh, tons of people suffer. In fact, I read that in 2019, uh, before COVID hit, the epidemic of the United States was anxiety. And that anxiety was on the rise in millennials so much that it was diagnosed as an anxiety epidemic. And I thought that was really interesting. Why do so many people experience anxiety? And um, there really is a lot of insight you can find from it. I wish I could do a whole long study on just this, but I know we only have limited time. But I just wanted to say for sure that if you, there's a lot of different causes, and if um, you can make choices that lead to anxiety, or you can have something going on in your body that is triggering anxiety and causing anxiety. Either way, it's healthy to do your research to find out what exactly is going on here. Is the root cause? I like one of the comments on our thread. Rebecca Sanders, I'll throw out her name, and if you want mine, uh, she commented, you know, there's there's a lot of different things that can cause anxiety, but anxiety can also cause a lot of symptoms in our life. So it can cause, you know, trembling and fear and panic attacks and all those things. And you don't want to just live your life with those things. You want to do your due diligence to find out what is causing this anxiety. Is it something in my body that I need to address? Or um, is it the fear and the worry and the, the concerns of life that I'm just choosing to dwell on? And so I'm going to turn that part back over to you. Yeah. So anxiety, having anxiety, there's a health side to it. Uh, but then the spiritual side and the, the times that it can become sin is when I'm ignoring the health side of it and saying, well, it's all spiritual and, and try to spiritualize everything. But it can become a sin when we allow anxiety to turn into worry. Uh, the Bible word for it would be being careful, being filled with care. And so I want to give you just a few thoughts about this idea. The go-to verse for anxiety um, and that worry that people really look at is Philippians chapter 4 and verse number 6, where it says this, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. The word careful in Philippians 4, 6, it means to be anxious or to worry or to stress over particular situations or people. But the, the writer, Paul, says, hey, don't worry, don't stress over one thing over nothing. Don't stress over anything. And the truth is that there's a lot of things in this life that cause us to stress and to worry. And it becomes sin when we allow that to control our thinking and to dictate our decisions and to dictate our direction. 
uh, and we've ignored the health side of it. We're making poor health choices. We're not trying to figure out, is this something going on within me that happened? When she says that anxiety came at random moments, it really came at random moments. We could be in a conversation and, and one of the kids come in and cause a little bit of a stir that would be kind of loud right there in the moment. And she would just, there would be a quick little anxiety attack that would cause Hannah to just kind of snap for a second and not snap and like lose her temper, but just kind of like, I don't know, I don't know what the definition would be, but uh, she would have just a little bit of an attack. It was debilitating. It was, yeah, yeah, debilitating. And it was a time when we were wondering what is going on. And so we did the research on it and found out, man, there's all this health stuff. Well, if we hadn't done that, and then we had just said, well, it's just the way she is. It's just there's no there's no cure. There's no anything. There's no help for it. Well, then that would be that would probably bring us to the point where we're not we're not uh, trying to figure out what's going on, and so it makes it something that is controlling us and our lives rather than us with God's help making some right decisions that could benefit the family and make things better. Yeah. So let me get back to this real quick. The Bible says, be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving that your request be made known to God. When that anxiety turns to worry, one of the best things we can do is learn to lean into the Lord. When we begin to be consumed and worried about situations and circumstances and people in our life and that controls our thinking, we need to understand that God did not make us to do that. God did not make us to be that way. God made us to lean into him. He made us to turn to him through prayer, through supplication. And it's interesting, the verse says, with thanksgiving, uh, finding things to be thankful for. You know what? Usually worry comes in our life when we have the wrong focus. And that's what was addressed in Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25, 27, 28, 31, and 34, all use the word thought. And uh, in that passage, Jesus said, take no thought for the morrow. Don't worry about tomorrow. He said, uh, which of you taking thought can add one cubit to his stature? Can you worry about your growth and grow? Which of you taking thought, uh, or why take you thought for raiment? Can you be anxious and worry over your belongings and accomplish anything? He says, no, you can't do that. And so Jesus said these words about worry that would consume our lives. He said, therefore, take no thought saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And then listen to this. He said, Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. So don't worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow worry about itself. It's about focus. If we're not focusing on the Lord, if we're not turning our attention to the Lord, that worry can control our life. And um, I don't know, what do you think when you look at the idea of worry, when you look at the idea of it controlling our lives, yeah. there's some thought there. Go ahead. I think, well, I think we all have areas of life that um, maybe trigger anxiety, tend to trigger anxiety for us. And we're in the, in the sense of worry, not the medical sense, but the sense of worrying and fretting. And I know it's different for every person. Um, whereas like a situation with the church might cause anxiety for you where you're really concerned over maybe a personal situation. Um, and for me, it might be the fact that somebody's coming over and my house is dirty and I literally get angry at the world until my house is clean. And I think either way, um, that's just allowing that emotion of worry to, to control you. Because really, I mean, the people coming over don't necessarily if my house is spotless and sparkling. Wait, can I, I, yeah. can I save this and record that for future reference? <laughs> yeah. 
I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it's just a choice, and other people suffer from those choices. It, it, we suffer because um, we'll feel the actual pain of anxiety, but then other people suffer too. Yeah, so that worry can definitely can become sin. It can be controlling, and it can become debilitating in our life. And uh, Jesus addressed it. I'll give you one more verse, and we'll be done for the day. Jesus addressed it, Luke 10, 41 and 42. It's a very interesting passage, Mary and Martha. And listen to this. Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. Uh, he said, you're filled with care. You're worrying about all these things, but Mary is choosing to sit at my feet. And I think that's what worry comes back to. It comes back to, am I trusting the Lord and sitting at his feet and leaning into him? Or am I going to allow these thoughts and these fears and all this stuff to consume my thinking? And uh, Jesus, you know, he was just saying, hey, don't worry about everything. Instead, lean into me. And uh, when we feel that anxiety and that worry over situations and things, when we feel that that's beginning to appear in our lives, we really need to retreat to our refuge and turn to God. And I don't know, do you have anything to add before we're done? Just something that's really comforting to me is to know that Jesus himself dealt with physical anxiety, the feelings of it. And I just, I read this last night in Isaiah 53, 4, it says that surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. And I looked up that word griefs and it literally means anxiety. When Jesus was waiting to go to the cross, he bore our anxiety on him. Like he felt every feeling um, another uh, verse that I love is the one that says that Jesus, uh, we don't have a high priest that can't be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. And just remembering that every single thing that we have felt and struggled with, Jesus also felt and struggled with and felt the literal pain of anxiety. And I know there are a lot of you out there that have dealt with some serious anxiety. And just remember that Jesus himself felt those pains. He felt the physical side of it. And um, he did that on purpose to help us to see you know, we can turn to him for anything. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely reassuring yeah. and comforting to know that we do have a high priest that went through everything that we did. So I hope this will be a help to you. I hope you've been encouraged. I hope this is giving you something strength for the day. And I would encourage you today as the devil tries to tempt you to worry about situations or circumstances or people, uh, just retreat to the Lord. Turn to him. Uh, go to him with that prayer, that supplication, and that thanksgiving. Well, I, uh, I'm thankful that you join us today and looking forward to tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm excited about it. We get to have my mom on with us, and she's going to be with me tomorrow. And we're going to be talking about depression and discouragement and something that, uh, that she's walked through and has been a big encouragement in my life to watch her, with God's help, conquer. And so uh, I hope that you'll join us tomorrow morning at 9.30 as we look at depression and discouragement. So remember, lean into the Lord today and have a wonderful day. Talk to you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Strength for the Day. We would love to hear from you if you have any questions or comments. You can do that by emailing us at strengthforthedaypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and we hope that today has been an encouragement.